welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Hey! Toot Guerrero was wrestling Chris Jericho. Yes. On the television in, in 2021. 2021 television. You can see up my nose. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody does. But I'm thirsty. Oh, that's fair. We got two of these. Yeah. Uh, Look at that. Part of the, huh? A new, a new caller has joined the call. A new Hello, call. boys. A new... A uh, new new fighter has joined. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm am t- exhausted. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to figure out whether Nick's gonna about to call in some stock trades or something with that fancy schmancy headset he's got going on. <laughs> it's uh, the best money that Turtle Beach can buy. There you go. Yeah, it's the best fifteen dollars you could spend on a headset. Hey, you know what? It works until it until it doesn't work anymore. That's all it counts. It's true. Mm-hmm. This is true. What's up, fellas? Nothing. Last time we saw you, you had your uh, your foot in a cast. Oh, so I, I can do you one better. See, He's like, like in. Look at you're even like walking like a normal person again. He can uh-huh. dance. It's also yep. been. I looked uh, almost three months since we recorded our last one of these. Yes, it has. In case you wanted to know how long it takes you to heal. Yeah, yeah, we are <laughs> right to put it all in perspective, right? Yeah, not entirely there yet. Still a little stiff, still still a little sore, but oh look, I tried to tw- I tried to twist my ankle off a year ago. It still hurts. So mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good luck. I, I figure at this particular age, I should just accept the fact that my ankle and knee are no longer going to work properly. So I should just get used to it. No, it's going to hurt in the morning, and you'll always know when weather's coming. Welcome to Old Man Old Man Talk Podcast. Uh, no I can no longer lift my backpack with my right arm because I did something to my shoulder. Oh, did you? Did it's, I take... But it's really Old Man Talk, Nick, with that injury, if you did something to your shoulder from sneezing or something like that. That's true. So, it, it's did, a mystery. What did I, I tell did. you guys about my adventure picking strawberries? No, but I, if it involves injury, I want to know how this, what happened. All right, I'll keep the story. Well, we went and picked strawberries, and my wife, because I have a bad, I have a creaky back. I have a bad back. It's not good. It um, puts them out. It's what? It puts you out. Like, my back, my back does. Um, just And it'll do it, but whatever. And so we're picking strawberries, and my wife's like, don't bend over, don't bend over. Your back will not react well to the bending over up and down of picking strawberries. And I was like, oh, it's fine, and the kids weren't cooperating, and... You guys know how it is when the kids don't listen, then you're just like, fine, I'll do it myself. White kids never want to pick fruit. So Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a problem with the blueberries, but the strawberries, they, yeah. Um, yeah. And so we we uh, we picked strawberries, and, you know, my back was a little tight when we were leaving the little berry patch or whatever, but it wasn't a big deal. And I came home and cut the grass, and I was riding along the lawnmower, and it was starting to hurt. I was like, oh, man. Went, took a shower, 
sat down for 30 seconds, got back up, and my back was just so incredibly locked up <laughs> that it wasn't even funny. And, uh, oh, yeah, that some bitch hurt for four weeks. Yeah. I yeah. think the uh, I think the first one of those that I had that made me realize that things in my body were no longer going to function properly was a couple of years ago. Um, the kids' playset has a big like one like one of the the tower forts, and it's got a big square opening in the bottom. So it's like okay, it sits in a big mulch bed. So I'm just going to dig that out and put in some cloth and you know fill it up with sand, so like a yeah. sandbox, right? So. I go, I do everything I'm supposed to do, get, you know, the, the eight 50 pound bags of sand and I'm doing good. I'm lift with your legs, not with your back and the whole Smart. thing. Did everything I needed to do. And I was on, I think like bag four at carrying it from my car, the maybe, I don't know, 30 yards to get to the, the place that, and I've got it lifted up properly and I'm walking and I'm about maybe 10 feet away from my car and so, like something happened in my back. Oh. It didn't hurt. Like the, 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 the best description I have is it felt like somebody plucked a guitar string in my back Yep. yep. and I just stopped in my tracks and all I think is again, it didn't hurt. And I was just like, well, that's not good. That, that's <laughs> not, that, there's something not right here. So what did I do? Kept going. Come in, what, did, what did I do? Come in, put ice on it. Nope. Continued to lift the remaining four 50 pound bags yeah. to get the project done. And by the end of the night, like. I was hanging on my wife, shuffling sideways because I literally couldn't move. Yeah, yep. so, okay. that's that's a bad sign for what's to come. Mm-hmm. I uh, last year at this time I was tilted ninety degrees to the left and still made a golf tournament. Oh, Nick! <laughs> yeah, like it I was... had like that S thing going big time. Like this was my leg, and then this was like my upper body, and it was. Oh, if I if this is me. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if my hand is me, my and this is my this is my torso, uh-huh. and you're looking at me straight on, I was like that. Yeah, oh. in there too. <laughs> yeah, oh. it was still still made it though. Oh, it. although 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 speaking of speaking of golf, Nick, I do have to say that the one physical activity I can do without much restriction is play golf, which is sort of nice for you know physical whatever. Sure. Went, went golfing last night. Nice. We got it. We got in the last tee time, so it was sort of. It wasn't even nine holes. It was just play until it gets dark. Yeah. So we got about twelve holes in and played like absolute garbage. I mean, like I have not played golf this bad since I started playing golf. Got to the last hole that we played, hit a six iron shot off the tee, and I lost it because it was getting a little dark. My neighbor who was with me, he's like, "Yeah, you, you're straight. You went in the direction of the, yeah, uh, in the, of the green." So we get in the cart, drove over to the green. That damn ball was sitting seven inches away from the cop. Wow. It was the best. I missed a hole in one on that par three by seven inches. It was the best golf shot I hit in my life. I sunk the birdie. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. End of the high boat. <laughs> How far was the par three? Um, 164. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. Yeah. You were not going to one golf talk. Bill's, Bill's glazing over this right now. This is riveting. <laughs> it is riveting. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that you were super close because I know that that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Nobody. You also don't care. But yeah, this. One day, one day, we're no. going to get you to golf. No. Again, that's the whole back thing. It, it's not a. That swinging movement is not a good movement for me. You're going to be the John Daly of your subdivision <laughs> or something? Yeah. <laughs> 
Or I we'll just, mix a couple. We'll, we'll get out there post out there drinking. Just, we'll just get, not we'll go. Post COVID. Nick can Nick can recruit Shane. That's the foursome, and then yeah. we'll, we'll get enough drinks in you that you don't care about your back. So, no. Come on, I'll let you hit from I'll let you hit from the women's tees. No. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I got I got like skewered online because I asked a legitimate question if Caitlyn Jenner played played in the pro am? What tees did she hit from? <laughs> that question will generally not garner a favorable response. It didn't. And this is back in like so. this is back in like 2013. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, the internet did not like my did not like my question, but I feel like it's a legitimate one. I, mm, yeah, we're gonna leave that one alone. We don't need that kind of heat. No. No. Oh. I mean, it's, it's, but it's I feel really like, yes, the women's tees. It's, I mean, if you've got. No, because I think that's an unfair advantage. Um, boy, there's. <laughs> yeah, but that's like one of. You got to hit from the pro. I think she's got to hit from the pro tees all the way in the back. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because one, she's an Olympic athlete. But not at golf. Not, not just, not just an Olympic athlete, but, a decathlete, which means she was good enough to be in 10 events at the Olympics. Yeah, but not golf. True. So te- technically, she's in. Uh oh. Nope. 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 Bill's Hold on. I, I got a dump button the somewhere. Bill's reaching in the file cabinet for the LLC right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nope. I, it says I updated in, Dece- just, in February. Just so off. Okay. What's the date? What is okay. Date? February 21. It's. Okay. <laughs> it has been a great. Uh, it's been a great week. Great couple weeks for me. We've got drywallers in at work. Oh, that's fun. They're Mexican. I've been laying out all the good work. <laughs> I've been laying all the great jokes. I come in, I'm like, man, I walked in and walked by those guys, and they're like, hey, you're late. But don't worry, we didn't tell anybody. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have them talking to you in Spanish with you nodding and just not understanding what they're saying? Oh, I understand what they're saying. That's oh, okay. what, I just can't. I just can't respond. I, gotcha. I, I also every every. <laughs> Every time there, when I went on break for a while, I'd say, "Man, I was like, man, I can't even go on break." I said, "They come up to me and they say, hey, they don't like it when we sit down. We gotta move." <laughs> <laughs> so, this it's just been a great time at work lately. Go ahead. Well, and now we got a Jamaican guy. I'm his buddy because he calls me buddy all the time. <laughs> so that's how yeah. you know that you're buddies. At, at least, at least, it's, at least the relationship is clear. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hey, buddy," setting clear like, boundaries. Hey. I don't know what his name is. Can you, can you turn around and say, I'm not your buddy, pal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just calling pal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's been a great time. I saw a hilarious video of a guy getting arrested uh, where he uh, he tells the police officer not to tase him and that his uh, his safe word is pineapple juice. Uh, he tells the police so, officer that his name is pineapple juice. No, no, he tells the police officer, he says, hey, hey, officer, my safe word's pineapple juice. <laughs> so, uh, guess what we've been saying all week at work when we're uncomfortable doing something? <laughs> pineapple juice? Pineapple yes. juice. Yes. Did he get tased is the better he question. He did. And did he say he pineapple, did. Juice? He, yeah, pineapple, he, juice, pineapple he, juice? Pineapple juice, pineapple juice. He did say pineapple juice. <laughs> but he's like, you know, I, I can't explain I, you have to see the video because there's so much to it. But uh, he then, at one point in the video, says, "I think I'm gonna change my safe word. I think I want it to be peaches." <laughs> He's like, "Nah, no, nah, I'm gonna stick with pineapple juice." 
And apparently SWAT arrived at one point because he was like, SWAT man, what's my safe word? Oh, boy. Oh, man, it's... I'll send it to you guys. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it takes the place of... Ain't nobody got time for that for me. Oh. Oh, wow. That's a bold statement. I also saw a video... <laughs> Do a lot of I do a lot of video watching. Uh, I also saw a video of a guy describing uh, he was in a tornado, and he said uh, the tornado came down. I was eating hamburger, took it right out of my hands. Lady's <laughs> so like, it took it right out of your hands. He's like, I don't even know where it's at now. <laughs> I if somebody auto tuned that. And now. A musical intermission! ...through Northwest Jackson to toss cars and 18-wheelers around and destroyed homes. 16 WAPT's Make Pace was there right after the storm. What was going through your mind? I don't know. I'm finna die. Eric Hubbard was sitting in a friend's car eating lunch when Friday's tornado came barreling toward them. It was skinning and it got, it got big going up. Dog and it hit the ground and kept coming up. I couldn't get out the car run in. Hubbard thought about making a run for his house, but his friend talked him out of it. And I was scared. I was finna eat a hamburger. It took it. And I don't even know where it's at. It took your hamburger out hamburger of your hand. And drink. I don't know where it's at. Through Northwest Jackson to toss cars and 18 wheelers around and destroyed homes. 16 WABT's Make Pace was there right after the storm. What's going through your mind? I don't know. I'm finna die. Eric Hubbard was sitting in a friend's car eating lunch when Friday's tornado came barreling toward them. Hubbard thought about making a run for his house, but his friend talked him out of it. tragedy depending on what kind of hamburger it was exactly i mean it doesn't look like it was it was probably like 70 30 I mean, just judging by the video it didn't look like they were at the nice trailer park unfortunately those tornadoes never hit the nice trailer parks 
It's true. A lot of metal in those old rusty trailers. Yep. A lot of aluminum and newspaper. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, so what you guys been up to? I was going to say, it's been like three months. What have you guys been up to? Work. Yeah. I've, I've been at work. I do that. And I watch TV. And yeah. I do, think about I, uh, the podcast, and then we don't do it and repeat. I go camping. Oh, so you're doing better than me. Yeah. Well, I got a 32-foot camper. I got to go ahead and use it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I did, though? I will tell you guys. Hold on. Hold on. Wait for it. Let me find did it. Did you buy a boat? No, I didn't buy a boat. My name's not Donnie Baker. No. He's trying to sell it if you need it. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. That is Wave Runner. Look who I Beast saw. On the wild. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That is uh, me and <laughs> Grover, amazing. the Muppet. I'm pretty sure that's the real Grover right there. It too. is the real Grover. And then um, and then we also got to uh, it's nice see that you those were so- guys. Yes. Yeah. It's nice that for the Hunting pictures, they socially distanced you guys. They put them in the plexiglass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they made sure the Muppets were in the glass so that they couldn't yeah. get us sick. Well, uh, I was have- also wearing my Muppet shirt there. And so I thought it was a little, it's like wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see, but I, I did it anyway. It's okay. The part that you're not, ca- that, that's not being captured in those pictures, you have to watch the video is where it's like Bill's reaction on walking into the exhibit was sort of like, you see the old 1960s videos of the women in the audience when the Beatles would play, just like screaming and fainting. And that was Bill when he walked into the exhibit. Yeah. Heck yeah. So I, the, for anybody, I guess it's a it's a roving exhibit, so this would be applicable for I guess anybody. But there's a Jim Henson Experience exhibit that's currently at the Henry Field Museum in Detroit, and yes. it's only there through this month. Uh, so Nick, your time's running out. It's getting it, there. Yeah. It was it was incredibly well done, and if it's ever in your town, go see it because it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't recommend it enough. Oh. So speaking of those types of exhibits, I will be looking very forward to next Thursday where my family and I will be, I'm taking a vacation day and we are going downtown because we have tickets to the Marvel Universe of Superheroes exhibit at the Museum of Science and Industry. Fun. Nice. Nice. Looking forward. That is worth burning a vacation day for. Yeah, yeah. it is. I will, uh, I will be watching uh, Pimp My Ride with exhibit. Uh, that's the only exhibit that I will be. Got it. Soon, soon. Here's the problem. Uh, I don't know if anyone who listens to this podcast knows what Pimp My Ride is. I feel like that was a... Do they know who exhibits? (laughs) Not anymore. I mean, there's a certain age that would, but that's it. I just found out that my my brother and my soon-to-be sister-in-law listen to this podcast Oh, yeah? Because apparently, apparently they were listening to the Muppets podcast. They informed me when they got up camping, and apparently I said something, uh, some something with the tagline of Wiener, and uh, apparently my niece really latched on to that. Oh no! Boy. <laughs> Just the whole way Wiener. Look, well, I was all excited that we gained a podcast listener, and I'm guessing we lost a podcast lost listener at the same instant. Like- Oh, they seem like they're fine with it. There is an explicit <laughs> warning on this podcast. So. Well, and that's why I told him. I said, you don't watch, you don't listen to the Pillow Talk podcast with kids in the room. No. Uh, Which is no. funny because we started it off as a podcast that you could listen to with kids in the room. We really did, didn't we? did. We? Yeah, that was like the whole thing, remember? That was the whole premise of the podcast. And yeah. it just morphed into 
Yeah, we, you know what we did? We were like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the fact that you started the podcast with that in mind, but yet gave it a gave it a sexual innuendo yeah, for the name. Why, that was one well, of the reasons we thought that was so funny. Well, also in our mind, we really thought it'd be funny if it was a podcast about reviewing pillows. Um, <laughs> no, <we didn't. laughs> this is what episode are we on? This is one thirty nine. This is for the deep divers. This is for this is for the the day oneers. Yeah. So Bill's mom, uh, <laughs> she didn't even listen to it anymore. <laughs> Apple updated the podcast app. She can't figure out how to listen to it anymore. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I used to look forward to the text that she gave us. That was a I great know. time. Man, this podcast has been through so many iterations. You know that? Yes. The clean iteration. The. Yeah. The, the music the, the the musical interlude uh musical intermissions which musical let me intermissions. tell you if uh if the tornado uh hamburger guy has an auto tune we would have had a musical intermission in this episode already uh, we've done uh, the 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 will they make it because bill leaves <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and and now the jeremy this is this is these are all like who would have thought that we'd have this many versions of we our keep, podcast? We keep reinventing ourselves, and we've yet to really find anything that works. We haven't found we haven't found what I call our niche market. Uh, we did the relationship advice thought, for a little while. I thought you did. I thought we did yeah. find the niche market, and that's Bill's mom. <laughs> no, she's not even the niche market anymore. Damn. No, she was, and it's probably good because I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Did she ever weigh in on the Chewbacca thing? Uh, I don't think she listened to the Chewbacca thing. Although I will tell you, she still tells me that she'll listen to the Jelly Beans episode like twice a month. The Jelly Bean episode is hilarious. Even now, yeah, it's it's that that you know it's there's few that stand out in my mind. It's the Jelly Bean episode, Rock Wall. Uh, <laughs> there's a few good ones. Yeah, mouthful of ham. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I forgot um, about Mouthful of Ham. Oh, I can't listen to Interstate Love Song without <laughs> there was, Mouthful of Ham. There, one of my favorites, Nick's, was the uh, the crampening. <laughs> yes. Ah, cramp. <laughs> All of a sudden, Nick just gets this cramp, and he just goes down. <laughs> Oh, you were so creative. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, good. I forgot. I forgot that we started this as a clean podcast. <laughs> we did. That's the yeah. It was clean Man. for a while it, too. We and it kept... just morphed into what it is today. Shits and dams and yeah, yeah. Wieners, wieners. What? I don't even know why I said wiener. It like I was like what and what because. I don't either. I don't really hold back on this on on this podcast, so I, I feel like I would have said the D. Well, well, we were talking about the Happy Time Murders, so maybe that's where Wiener came out. Oh, it could have been. I have that to watch. I've got to watch that. I mean, it's I only been three months. I don't, I don't remember because the, the Muppet episode was one of the two that we did like a week after I was back from the hospital. So I was you were still high. On, yeah, I was doped up on painkillers. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was probably speaking in tongues, but whatever. You weren't, you weren't, for a you weren't on your A game. Yeah. No. <laughs> Interesting. 
I mean, am I ever on my A game? I don't know. I think so. I think you're the most put together of us on this podcast. <laughs> That's yeah. not saying a whole lot. <laughs> no, it's of, not. Of I mean, the, the bar's not high, but you're stepping over it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I are both putting up solid like four or five effort. I mean, you had a Google calendar you were trying to put together, for God's sake. Yeah, I, I did that and then promptly forgot about it. So See, way to go rubbing off me. on you the right way. Welcome now. to the podcast. <laughs> You're now officially a member. Yeah. I legitimately didn't know what we were going to talk about on this podcast, and I'm pretty sure that we've had the conversation of what we were going to talk uh, about. We left it pretty. I mean, we were we we left it pretty open, and then we were going to talk about Loki. Mm-hmm. Can I? This is a visual thing, and it's terrible to do visual stuff on a. Yes, it is. On an audio medium. But you know what? It hasn't stopped us before. The way that your picture frame is positioned behind your head, Bill. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a glimpse of your ear, and it looks like you have a huge earring. (laughs) Like a Simbad earring. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a a double zero gauge loop (laughs) earring. Yeah. I see you're looking at you're looking at something different every now and again when his head is positioned in the middle of the frame it looks like there's a carrot growing out of the top of his head mm-hmm. oh that is also true mm-hmm. like you've got some sort of weird mohawk I really need a better place to do this podcast than my kitchen table but here we are oh man well okay. I mean it, it all week depends after on week you, who am I kidding you either get the produce if you're pointed this direction mm-hmm. you get the sheep if you're pointed the other direction yeah. so yeah, we used to have a we used to have a good place to do it. It was called work. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was a pretty good place to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and then we both left that shitty place. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. All right, so so I don't I don't know whether uh, th- this might die on the vine here, and I don't know that it's enough. Despite the fact that I was really excited to do a whole episode about this, and then I was sort of nonplussed about it. Did anybody watch the mm-hmm. Netflix American yep. Motion Picture? Yeah, sure did. I was not really impressed. Um, it's 90 minutes of my life I wish I had back. Yeah. It was, was, it was bad. I was really excited for it. And there were a handful of good one-liners, but I was I was tremendously you, let down. Uh, I think you suffered from uh, the Suicide Squad syndrome. Uh, well, if, you watch the, if you watch the trailer for it, you've <laughs> seen all the funny parts. Yeah. yeah it, I hate it when they do that. It was... I mean, because it was the like the brains behind Archer and this and that, mm-hmm. and Phil Lord and um, Chris Miller helped produce it, and so it was you know there was some some oomph behind it, but boy, it was bad. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm not looking at it from somebody who has a graduate degree in history as you know. Oh, this wasn't right. I wasn't looking for. Yeah, there were some some historical inaccuracies. Right, but what what like, I was I don't believe Benedict Arnold was actually a werewolf, but he might have been. But what I was. What I was disappointed in is that you had those couple of moments. The the moment when they were um, they were looking at the bar with all the British people in it, and it was called Vietnam, and he was like, "I'm not going in there." You know, I can't <laughs> yeah. ask you to go in there with it. There needed to be more stuff like that. If they would have dealt with the historical stuff and done it in a really clever, subtle way, it that's what I was hoping for. And instead, it was just sort of, "Yeah, no, this isn't funny." No, really. it was like the weird romance thing with Washington and Lincoln. I did think it was funny at uh, Lincoln's funeral that um, Lin-Manuel Miranda as Hamilton was in the crowd, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was just yep. standing there and it like they, the camera just panned. I'm like, Oh, it's funny. Ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were, and, and there were a couple of those moments, but I was expecting far more of that. Oh, yeah. we, there was just a bunch of meh. It, it wasn't oh. funny and it was, it was 
I don't want to sound prudish. It was too raunchy to not be funny. Right. Well, that's the thing is I think it relied on the raunch instead of having clever humor to go along with that. Yeah. Yep. The raunch well, that's always been... if it's got cleverness behind it. Yeah. And, and there was lacking that. So. Right. And it was yeah. just like it was raunchy, but not funny, which makes it like even not funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, that's always been my biggest complaint about stuff like that. Yeah. It's if you rely on the cussing and the you know, the dirty humor, but it doesn't make you think or, right. you know, it, 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 it doesn't seem sincere. And I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's a tech, it's essentially the same thing I think about with horror movies is, you know, I don't need a bunch of blood and gore and guts. And, you know, a lot of times my mind is obviously, you know, way more capable of scaring me than, um, you Your know, anything graphic on the screen. Yeah, oh, my mind is a terribly scary place. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I want my mind to be working mm-hmm. in order to be like, oh, I get that now. Not like, oh, you <laughs> said shit. Uh, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, was, I would classify that movie as a missed opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I was pleasantly surprised with on Netflix since we're talking about hmm. stuff? Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, I do highly recommend it if you like horror movies. Um, is the it's like a mini series, the three part uh, series one? of huh? The three part one, yeah. Uh, Fear Street, mm-hmm. Fear Street. Uh, the I watched the first one. I haven't ha- had time to watch the second two yet, but the first one was very well done. Um, it's essentially about it's it's like an old school horror movie. It takes place in 1984. Um, and, you know, it's uh, like a Friday the 13th or a, or a Halloween. Um, it's about this witch who basically you end up finding out possesses people into possesses people into killing other people, mass killings to get revenge on this town that she's basically cursed. Um, that's basically all you need to know about it. But it was very, very well done. Um if you're into horror, that movie was the first one was fantastic. Do you do you realize, Nick, that as far as my children are concerned, the the horror the entire horror genre is synonymous with you. You're all <laughs> they associate that with is horror movies. Really? Yeah. Good. Just from listening to a handful of reasonably clean episodes of the podcast, they know you're the horror guy. Oh, that's good. So, I, I go. pride myself in decent horror. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That I think I think it's a very it's a very important genre that people have bastardized. Uh, mm-hmm. Certain people, Eli Roth, have uh, <laughs> bastardized. Not a fan of Cabin and, in the Woods. No, Cabin in the Woods is fine. Uh, Hostel mm. didn't care for it. That uh, was Eli Roth, right? Yeah, he's because he's essentially just been one for I'll make a good horror movie and it's a horror movie if it's disgusting and makes you uncomfortable and instead of actually scaring you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. 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 But yes. I'm glad, I'm glad to be the horror guy and the comedy guy and horror hey. comedy. I'm right there with it. Like the movie freaky really need you guys to watch that. It's on Is that the Vince Vaughn Max. one. Yes. Vince Vaughn deserves an Emmy for 
his portrayal of a teenage girl in the back of a car with a teenage boy. Hilarious. <laughs> like, I saw the preview of it. It looked pretty good, but it's the it's a great premise and a even better movie. It's on HBO. Yes, HBO Max. Have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Very worth it. But that's not why we're here. No. No, and I'm glad we're not going to turn a whole episode into America the Motion Picture because other than I didn't like it, I'm not sure what else there was to say. Yeah, and that's why I figured I would at least mention it in this yeah. episode so we could ha- we could check it off the list and be done with it without dedicating. Because I mean, we had high hopes for that movie. It was going to be that like was a very, our 4th yeah. of July was episode. And... Yep. I was, yeah. I, I watched it the day it came out, and I, that's why – you probably noticed that's why I didn't push to do the recording on it too heavily after. I was just like, well, this kind of sucked. Yeah, it was. I haven't been that excited for a fictional horror uh, or history horror movie or that a history based movie. Let's just go with that since Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I think Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was probably more based in history than this one was. I think that's actually accurate because I've having seen them both, I would concur with that statement. Also, great book. Yeah, book. I, it's a graphic novel, right? Nope, it's an actual. It was a book. novel. It was that, they did they did it right after oh, uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay, yep. that that was the series that it was in. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Very good. Very very well written. Yep. So we're talking. Uh, we're going to talk about Loki. But did you ever finish Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Because nope, when we talked, you watched the first episode. You didn't like it, and that was it. Nope. Not doing it. All right. So I, I had I had run out of time with that, and I just didn't get around to it because most of the time, like by the time my kids go to sleep, I just don't have any energy in me to it's watch like TV. So I'm behind on a lot of stuff. I know. Oh, I get it. So, but with the fact that I have this stretch of time now where I have the place to myself, so I got home from Wisconsin on Sunday about noon, did all the stuff that I needed to do, and then proceeded to watch the entire series of Falcon and the Winter Soldier in one sitting. Had you not watched it either? I hadn't seen the whole thing. I've okay, seen, so I saw the first episode. So, am I the only loser in the group that like watches them the day they come out? No, I would no. You, I just don't have time. No, yeah. that's fine. But yeah, so if that I, yes. um, if I had any interest in the program, did you watch Loki when it was coming out? Yep. Okay. And I'll tell you that's that that to me is why I didn't. That's why I didn't go back and watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because I watched the first episode of Loki and I was like. I want to see more of this. Sure, and I get that. I did not watch the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and feel that way. Yeah. What did you think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Jeremy? I liked it. I mean, it was, uh, this is like the second or third conversation I've had about this the last couple of days. Um, it's, it, it did, I, Nick talked about this last time where we touched on this a little bit, where it sort of gets into the social themes a little bit mm-hmm. more, and it was a little bit surprising. And I thought, you know, towards the end, especially with the monologue at the very end when he's sure. talking to all of the government, that got a little preachy. It did. The way that it was written. But the one thing that I did like about it, honestly, was you don't have a lot of character backstory at all in terms of personality development for Bucky Barnes throughout most of the MCU. I liked seeing his character get built out a little bit yeah. more. Well, so. and because, you know, I haven't been shy. I, I, I enjoy the, the Winter Soldier comic books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so I enjoy being able to watch that on the big screen. I, is it Dustin Reynolds back there? Uh, that is, uh, Dustin, Dustin Reynolds and Cody, uh, Rhodes. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Sorry. I told him earlier I was going to be distracted. <laughs> I was like, I see so, gold dust. Yeah, I mean, it was – It was so here, here's, here's what I would say of the three Marvel series so far. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, glad I watched it. To me, there's not, not a very high rewatch value at all. Again, I don't regret spending the time on it, but I don't know that I would go back and watch it over again. It would need Wonder to be a maybe wild. I would watch it over again to look for some of the nuances that were in there. Loki, I will watch that over and over and over again. Sure. I'm I'm gonna make a bold statement. I actually think I, I really I like I have to do some soul searching here considering I just finished up Loki this uh today before the podcast. I watched the last episode. I actually think that it might be my favorite MCU property thus far. I I can I can see that. I, Tom Hiddleston's very good at what he does. Yes. And I, I was really surprised to see there's a lot of negative reviews out there about it, and I don't what? understand them. Okay, People. so because so, I mean, we've said numerous times, I mean, I think Loki's probably the best villain, almost one of the best characters they've created in this universe, like mm-hmm. of anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's he's he carries a movie. It, it's a bad example, but like. Jack Sparrow does in those Pirates of the Caribbean movies, right? You watch mm-hmm. a movie that Loki's in to see what he's going to do next. Right. Um, what are you, people you complaining about? Uh, well, that by the end of it, Loki's not Loki, that the character goes in a different direction. And see, I, I disagree with that fundamentally because, Bill, you just said, you know, he's you, you use the term villain. You can't, there's not a word that describes him. His character goes in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. There's so much flux in the good parts of him, the bad parts of him, the neutral parts of him, and it, they're all sort of rebalancing constantly, situationally. And I thought that was a perfect, you know, a perfect representation through six episodes of that. I, I, I am not an actor by any means, but I can only imagine if that if I had to play that role as Tom Hiddleston to go so many different places, that, that has to be exhausting. And he does it so well. Well, and if you, you look at Infinity War, I mean, Loki essentially sacrificed himself for the Asgardians, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is the same character who ends up sort of in the same place. Mm -hmm. What's there to complain about? Yeah. It's It's basically showing you that the redemption arc that he took to get to, um, to get to Endgame. Is repeatable. Yeah. Is that is is basically like that was his path. Like he needs, yeah, yeah. But he needs to redeem himself. But in in both, especially in the series, the the arc follows the similar path where he doesn't all of a sudden become altruistic, looking out for his fellow man. No, he has to go through a phase where he realizes that he stands to gain, like he personally stands to gain nothing or lose something before he can then contextualize that loss into how it impacts others. Well, and in, and in the Thor universe, right, it's, um, he loses Asgard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in, you know, in, in the Loki, then, you know, the, the time variants of TVA universe, you know, he's, he's falls in love with, with Sylvie, right? And, he's going to lose her. And so it does take him realizing that, you know, he's not the center of the universe. Now he realizes it in different ways, but, mm-hmm. but what he realizes is still the same. Yeah. 
And I, I would like to say that one of the things that I think did it for me, in addition to the fact that I just love Tom Hiddleston and the character, is that I, 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 whether it's Emmy, Oscar, whatever you're eligible for, whoever was in charge of the, the whatever it is, production design or whatever, the, the sets and everything else and just the visual, that what the whole 50s orange and brown chic and everything was old, but it, the one scene where he and Owen Wilson are in the room and they're on like an old reel-to-reel projector, but yet the reel-to-reel projector is putting holograms out and that mm-hmm. synthesis of what's old and what's... I, I loved everything visual about that series. The, the mid-century about. modern technology, but mm-hmm. futuristic technology at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Everything about the steampunk. Even, Essentially, even yeah. That, even that scene where the first time when they're sort of walking along that path and there's the railing and you can look out and see whatever the the big area of where the TVA is and you see all the buildings and the ships mm-hmm. that, that whole thing looks like if you hit like took a screenshot of that that it belongs on the cover of a 1960 sci-fi magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way that the, the the way that the art was done and the the set designs were done, I loved it. I, I mean, it, it was everything was awesome about it. And the, yeah, fact I, that the and the big reveal at the at the end. So yeah. Oh, here I can. Yeah, it was, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. I can do a spoiler alert right here. See, I didn't go right into the spoilers. I, I made sure that you had an adequate opportunity to be queued up for that. Go for it. So, but I mean, Kang, man. Well, a yeah. Kang variant, right? Not actually right. Kang. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, and I read an article about that. With like, to be about precise, his... this would be this would be a Kang variant, right? Which is super cool in itself, in my yeah. opinion. You know, because everybody's like, it's Kang, it's Kang. It's like, well, actually, yeah. it's not Kang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From somewhere from the thousands of the infinite number of Kang editions that are mm-hmm. out there. This is one of them. And I'll, I'll take that. It's close enough. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I thought, I, I mean, the guy they got to, to be Kang is he's going to be so great to see as a villain. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know what I oh, mean? He, because you look at that and you're like, okay, well this is, this is the next phases villain. And right. we get introduced to him here because I was talking with somebody who was complaining that essentially they're like, oh, these, you know, Disney Plus shows don't do anything. You know, they don't, they don't push the story along. There's no action. They're boring. They're, they're useless. And it's like, well, well, no. And I I think I I put it and Jeremy, I hope you can at least appreciate this analogy. And it's like, if the, if the MCU are the movies, then the Disney Plus shows are the books. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Like you're you're getting all of those like billion universe details that they can't do in a two hour movie. Right, and it's, are, but it, there's, the there's a target goal for each one of the series, mm-hmm. right? What what's what Wandavision? That the whole point of Wandavision is getting you from that character being Wanda Maximoff to her being the Scarlet Witch. Yep, that's yep. the point. Also what's introducing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Sword? Huh? It also introduces Sword, which I think is going because you, you're yep. also making Monica or uh, not Monica, Monica Rambo. Rambo. Yeah, John Rambo. John yeah. Rambo's daughter, yeah, yes, um, Rambo. turning her into essentially. 
I think that's showing you how people can become mutated in the MCU. Mm-hmm. We'll see later. Yep. Then you get Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, obviously that's getting Sam Wilson into the the, yeah. the mantle of Captain America. You know, there's, that's the point of that. And also whatever they're going to do with the fact that the super soldier serum is now out there and more pervasive than just Captain, you know, just, you know, so it, it's that part of it too. And then you have this, which is obviously the huge thing is not only Kang, but the, um, or whatever will emerge as Kang. Call him Kang, it's fine. Nathaniel Richards variant, but getting you to the multiverse, right? And when you said, Bill, when you said the, you know, the new, the, the new villain, all I could think of was Korg in, <laughs> or in Thor Ragnarok when he called the Thor New Doug. <laughs> I, mean, I can look at look at that and be like, "Hello, New Thanos." <laughs> we lost Nick. We yeah. did. Yeah. Did I That's... did I offend him or something? <laughs> I think he got really yeah. excited. Um, oh, there he is. Watching He's... wrestling and accidentally dumped us. I hit a button. Yeah. <laughs> And now he's he's blurred out the screen so we can't watch his wrestling anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it did. It's fine. Um, well, and the other thing that these series have done, too, is each of the series is also taking its turn bringing in, a, a well, a future member of the Young Avengers, too. And so, oh, yeah. you know, because you've got, you know, Wanda's kids and um, what's-his-face's uh, grandson from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Isaiah... Um, I can't think of his last mm-hmm. name. Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. Um, essentially, you know, all of these people make up Young Avengers, theoretically, later, uh, along with Kate Bishop, who we'll see soon in Hawkeye. And so right. um, it is doing more than people see. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't, if you like watching movies and you don't like reading books, yeah, I could understand where some of these Marvel series, you're like, wait. Why? Why isn't anything big blowing up? And why isn't anything right. big happening? It's not what these are. This no. is this is the this is the scene in the Empire Strikes. This this is like these are the breathing space scenes in the Empire Strikes Back, where they're on the asteroid and nothing big is happening with the Empire, but something else is going on. It lets the whole MCU experience breathe yeah. a little bit. Well, it lets you fill in the world a little. Which right. I mean, if you're Kevin Feige, you got to be loving that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It gives you a chance to have more depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a chance. I mean, this is essentially giving you the ability to jump into these next stories without having to give too much backstory. You can get right into it. Um, you know, the way that Spider-Man was introduced in Civil War. Right. And then you yep. just got right into it in the Spider-Man movie. Um but yeah, for people, you know, they just don't get it. It's something new. It's well, and you think about it's like Doctor Strange two. They're going to introduce Kang. They mm-hmm. don't have to spend half the movie giving you his whole backstory. And then he, they, yeah, they don't. It's just he's did. there. He's there. Well, and but that that model has been proven to work through Spider Man in mm-hmm. Captain America: Civil War. You don't have to do that. And they they've as much as said is that like Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel that that's sort of the last of the true origin stories that they're going to do that they want to just be able to insert because now you've established this universe of superheroes you're not trying to build it you've established the fact that this is the way the world is you have all these people that are out there these beings that are out there so you can jump straight into a story related to one and it's not quite as jarring sure so yeah you don't have to spend your time possible. can we say you get alligator loki 
Oh my gosh. Well, how about how about classic Loki and President Loki and Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, how great was that? It was fantastic. Oh man, ever that that whole thing. And I thought Sylvie we, was amazing. Yes. I, I don't know who that I, I haven't seen that uh that actress who plays her in others, but she is so good. I thought I'd seen her in something and I looked her up. Um let me look her up again to tell you what she'd been thing. in. But she'd been in a few things. And I was also quite impressed at Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. he did a gr- I thought he did a great job. And I actually really appreciated the fact that I thought there was some genuine actor, like chemistry between him and Tom Hiddleston in the early episodes when they were sort of getting established. I thought they, they played off each other's mm-hmm. acting very well. It was, I'll tell you, I would go back... I'd go back right now and rewatch Loki in a mm-hmm. heartbeat. I enjoyed it that oh, much. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, and you saw the post credit scene after the final episode, right? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> I sure I did. I was so excited. I, I, was, I had a big smile on my face when I turned off the TV after that. I said, okay, this is, this is good. The other ones, I don't want that. This one, I do. I want more. Well, and, and I would love more Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but um, I loved that the way that they did it, right, which is kind of stamping the page, they left everything open without push, putting themselves in a corner. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not saying how he's going to be back or when he's going to be back or what it's going to look like when he's back. They're just saying he's going to be back, and that's yeah. good enough for me. Well, it's really, I mean, I honestly see this. this to me I mean, WandaVision is obviously the start of this kicking mm-hmm. off everything. But this, to me, is the true start of everything because you're starting to see more. You know, you're, you're getting more of the meat and potatoes of what this next phase is going to be mm-hmm. about, right? You get the, you get the actual villain. Um, Whereas, like, WandaVision kind of closes out the last phase. Yes. Right? Because it gives it's you, dealing with the death of Vision. Where yes. this one, I feel like, you're right, it's kind of starting off the new one because it's taking this introducing us to this character that's going to be so important. So I feel well, like I mean, it also formally introduces the multiverse. I mean, that's what the, the mm-hmm. whole concept that was the, the pump fake that they did with Spider-Man far from home was every, like that whole thing about Mysterio being from a, yeah. an alternate yeah. universe. And then it was psych. Nope. We got you all excited about this. And it turns out it's all just a gag by a visual effects team. Now you actually have something oh, where this, okay, same this thing is with, real now. Same thing with Evan Peters in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's mm-hmm. it, it's it's her brother. He's from the. Oh no, he's not. He's just some dude. Mm-hmm. Now, it's if I ever see Kevin Feige, we're gonna have words about that. But <laughs> I so I think that this is really just gonna bookend this whole phase. It started it. Season two will end it. It'll oh, tie you think everything season up. two's like four years from now. Oh uh, yeah, not four, not necessarily four years, but I think it'll. I don't know how long season four is, but yeah, however long. Um, I do. I think season two will bookend this, um, just because it did such a good job of starting it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be their way to wrap everything up. Um, and I'm, I, I'm impressed at the way that they've done it because it's all. I'm going to compare these series to. What was it? To Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant Man, because those were two films early on in the 
relatively early on in the MCU where I thought that from an audience perspective that they overreached. Yeah, yeah there's no way they can make this work. Yeah, like this is not good. This, this, whatever, this isn't going to be great. And they turned out to be awesome. When they announced the whole phase four cycle and there were so many TV shows that were part of it, that was my initial, my uh, same initial reaction. This isn't going to work. Whatever. And now it like, I'm proven wrong again, three series into this. Cause they're not, they're not overdoing it. I mean, obviously there were, there were more episodes of WandaVision because you know, the early ones were 24 20 minutes, minutes each or yeah. something like that, but they're not, it's not overkill. You're not subjecting anybody to 15 and 16 episode seasons. It's, you know, six you episodes, need to. six episodes well, and you're done. And it, although but, I'd but watch feel unfulfilled, at least in terms of the arc for each one. I I'd, want watch more 16, Loki, I'd watch 16 Lokis if they'd give it to me right now. Mm-hmm. I, I would, but I do think that in that particular case, the, the story arc I don't feel cheated in it. I feel sure. like they did it in six episodes in the appropriate way. And now, okay, what's the next story? What if? No, oh, yeah. Next Marvel week. Zombies. I, I know. I'm so excited, Nick. I, oh, Marvel Zombies. I'm so excited for what if. I am too. I am too. It's What if is great because it's obviously, it's what we all do. We all sit around and what if how how many how many more phase four series are there there's hawkeye there's what if there's ms marvel um she hulk she hulk um i think that's was that it i think that's it i really do i think that's it bill's looking it up Yeah, it's gonna take a second though. Because do you think we get and she hope uh, Moon Knight? Get Moon, Moon Knight, Knight, that's right. Moon Knight with uh, Oscar Isaac, Edgar Allan Poe, Poe Dameron. <laughs> yes, Oscar Isaac Poe. with Poe Dameron slash Oscar De La Hoya, Duke Leto, Atreides. You guys, you you boys, better get yourselves ready for that because if they don't push it back again, we're gonna we're gonna do a Dune Part One episode here in just a couple months. <laughs> you can do that. We can do that. I um, put a lot of energy into that book earlier this year, and I'm not going to be disappointed in it. Do you think that we get a sad walking away song in She-Hulk, at least in one episode? Oh, wait, there's more. Hold on. Okay. Um, here's what's phase four for the movies is um, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, Doctor Strange... Thor 4, The Marvels, uh, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians, and the Fantastic Four. Um, the Disney Plus that they've announced so far is WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Guardians of the Galaxy, a holiday special that they announced oh, yeah. will be required viewing to watch the movie, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and apparently some sort of a Wakanda series. Hmm. I forgot about the anime, the Armor Wars and Ironheart, the animated stuff. Yeah. Do you think they'll sell walking tacos in Wakanda? I would doubt it. No? No, no, no. They don't need to do walking tacos. Hmm. They're civilized. I don't know. We're all civilized. That's why we love walking tacos. You ever had a walking taco? Delicious. <laughs> they, they exclusively serve it at the Playboy Mansion. Mm. That's good to know. Yeah. Walking 
So I'm sorry, I interrupted you guys with a list of a list of shows. No, that's fine. No, no, um, no. I, yeah, I, uh, everything about this series was good, and like I said, this is why I, I watched this series instead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier because mm-hmm. it didn't grab me the way that it did, and maybe it's because I'm not. I don't know. I don't feel as invested in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Give me a give me a Falcon and, and Shang-Chi later on down the line, a little Rush Hour 2 action. I'll, I'll watch that. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. um, <laughs> Can we not go know. one episode without a Rush Hour reference? No, we can't because ever, ever since ever since the the brackets, that's that's the thing. This is this is the Superman reference in Seinfeld. Now he has to bring up Rush Hour in every single episode from now until the end of eternity. All I'm saying is, I prefer I would prefer Rush Hour over Lethal Weapon, and well, yeah. that is why. Yeah, the question we didn't vote for Rush Hour over Lethal Weapon, though. No, I understand, but I'm saying Chinese man, black man versus black man, white man. I oh, I see what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see where you're going. We voted. Yeah. Hold on, let me get my bracket back out. It was Jurassic Park. It was, uh, Jurassic Park went up against Night at the Museum. But Rush Hour, Rush Hour went up against Police Academy. There's no way that Rush Hour lost Police Academy. Yeah. No, it didn't. Police, no. Run. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It was Die Hard. Rush Hour got bumped. It lost to Jurassic Park. Looking at the wrong part of my bracket. It was Die Hard. Rush Hour lost to Die Hard in our action slash comedy region. I feel like you guys don't understand why it's better. (laughs) And then Die Hard promptly lost to James Bond. That was all uh, episode 122 and 123, in case anybody Those would like to... Actually, out. That also is three solid movies in a trilogy. We did, we did three episodes there. Uh, 122, 3, and 4, if you'd like to hear our franchise madness. Now, I would say that Die Hard, if we're just looking at Die Hard 1, 2, and 3, Die Hard wins. But we're not. We're looking at Die Hard as a franchise. I haven't yeah. seen any. Although I did see four. Rush Hour. Rush Hour. That's three solid movies. That's an A plus all around. That's three solid Die Hard movies. You just said. Yeah. So, but so then, yeah, but here's the thing. Once out. you get once you get beyond Die Hard with a Vengeance, here's the thing. Die Hard Four is fun bad. No. Die Hard Five is unwatchable. Die Hard Four was Die Hard Four the one with uh... Timothy Oliphant. And Justin Long, Justin Long, right? Yeah, it was Timothy yeah. Oliphant, Justin Long. It was the one about the cyber attack. Yeah, I saw that one. Ugh. It was unmemorable, but I saw it. Yeah. I, I actually, again, I, I would constitute that as fun bad. It's not good, but I found it to be watchable. The fifth one is so brutally awful that it's just not even right. Meanwhile, you could take a whole afternoon and watch Die Hard or Rush Hour one through three and. Be like, this is great. Give me a rush hour four. Yeah, but are Mixed any of them Shanghai Nights? We're all good. Are any of them a, a Christmas movie? Yes. No. There's yes. no rush hour Christmas movies. You don't know when rush hour two takes place. It's never explicitly. It sure is shit not on Christmas Eve. <laughs> you don't know that they're in China. They don't celebrate Christmas. Some of them do. Some, Some of them do. do. No. 
There's a lot of Christians in China. No, I don't. Think I mean, so. they're all hiding. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. But they're they there. didn't go to that part. You didn't, didn't go, go to that to part, part of town. They didn't. They didn't go to white white person town, <laughs> Americaville. America. Wouldn't it be funny if China had an Americaville where you could go get a hamburger, get a, get a hamburger and a French fry? But like, but like how we, like how we have a Saganos or a, you know a Hibachi Grill, but it's just like a white guy in a tank top grilling on a on a Coleman. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. How y'all like your burgers done? <laughs> but but it can't be totally normal because you know we've Americanized the Chinese food, so they've got to you know oh, a, yeah. get a hamburger and some fried rice or whatever. And like, oh, but yeah, they don't oh. eat fried rice in America. They eat hot. Oh, they no. eat. Yeah, we got burgers here. We got hot dogs over here. What y'all want? As 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 much as I as much as I fully understand that it is a largely Americanized food, you will pry my General Tso's chicken out of my cold dead hands because that is Americanized or not, that is a fine, fine death <laughs> sentence with all the sodium that's in it. But it's 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 okay. Mexicans make the best Chinese food I've ever eaten. <laughs> that's not lying. The the Chinese Chinese food uh, China Express in Clio. Walked in there one day. I was like, they're speaking Spanish back there. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I was like, yeah. that's why I can understand their accents. That's well, where I've heard them that, before. That, that's, the, that's the funny thing. There's the, the two Asian restaurants that are in my town, like the two really good ones. Um, there's a Chinese place, and then right across the street, it's a Thai place. And the Thai place is really authentic, and it's they, they have really awesome food. The Chinese place, really good food. Again, very Americanized Chinese food, but really good. I have never, in the eight years I have been living in this town walked in there and seen an actual Asian person. Like everyone who works there is white. Yeah. yeah see, and we go to a hole in the wall, uh, Chinese food place that is run by a husband and wife who are both very much Asian. Um, and if it's not the sure? two of them because there, it's their two tell, kids. You can't tell the difference if we're staring into the light. <laughs> Send off eight mail to Nick Rodriguez. So you can't. I've told you this. We actually we actually have some really good stuff. We, we have a really we have a very authentic sushi place here in town, which is good. We just you know discovered the down the street to do with sushi. Huh? You know what the best thing is to do with sushi? Eat it. And throw it in the trash. Yeah. That's not true. No, that's not true at all. We also have a really good ramen place here in town. Ramen you ever place? had a you ever had a sushi burrito? No. You should. He There's just said a lot of ramen room. place in town. You can yeah, tell he lives in fancy in the city. No, it's in Rolling Meadows, man. Like, it's not... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a white neighborhood. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> you got to have a special key card to get in there? No, but if you don't look right, the police follow you through town. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't drive through there. No, no, no. Not unless you were with me or something. You'd be fine. Yeah, but... exactly. Car's a little low to the ground, isn't it? <laughs> You got to drive through with your blonde friend if you want to go through Rolling Meadows. That's why I married a white woman. <laughs> it's smart. Yeah, blink twice if blink twice if you're yeah. not here of your own free will, ma'am. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. You know we're you know what we're I'm gonna take her over. We're here gonna go talk over family. here for a little bit. You just yeah. stay here. Yeah. Are you all right? Are those your kids? <laughs> <laughs> does he have Does he have blackmail on you or? Yeah. What's going on here? Explain this to us. It doesn't seem to work. Wow. The, this is the exact reason we didn't go to Mexico for <laughs> our honeymoon. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to go back. I don't understand why people like it so much. 
What would be worse, Nick, going back to Mexico or cutting meat at Kroger? I've done both. Yep. And you always told me you'd never go back to cutting meat. If I had to choose, gun to my head, pick one. <laughs> yeah. He'd take the bullet. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I might. Hang on. I feel like this is, I feel like we need to delve into this. Do I get plucked back into Kroger at the time in my life when I was there? Nope. Or right do now. I go at what right it is now? now? Yeah, right right now. now. Oh, I'll never go back to Kroger. I hate Kroger. It's awful. It's awful. I will move to Canada and you won't ever find me. I feel like we went from let's talk about Loki to now we're we're moving into therapy session for Nick here at some point. Would you rather? There is a no, it's just not good. It's just not good now. No, I can't even go in there. I can't. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Maybe it's not nope. the flushing Kroger though. Maybe maybe just a different Kroger. I feel like all my friends are gone. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. What if Jeremy and I worked there with you? Okay, that would be fun. Yeah. Do you work in the deli department? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, it's like clerks. It's the three of us in the deli, and that's it. That's essentially what we're no, no, but, but no one yeah. else worked in the deli, just us. Yeah, it's just the three of us. Oh, that would, okay, yeah, I would do that. Have I ever told you? I, I know, Bill, I've told you my deli, my deli stories. Yeah. Jeremy, have I ever told you any of my deli stories? No. How we used to, we used to officially close at 10, but I'd shut down at 9 and leave. I'm convinced that people at the Jewel down the street from me do that all the time. Oh, they did that at Meyer the other day. I can tell you that because I walked in at 7 o'clock. That deli was closed. And by the Here's way, the at, at the risk of getting off on a tangent, can That's I just talk late. about this? I had the biggest craving the other day for Jimmy John's sub. I was like, is the day I've been driving all day. I was going to go get that for dinner. Rolled up to the place to pick it up. 607. They closed at six. No. And instead of being the doors locked, and I look in the window, like you know, tried the door, said ding ding. The the woman who was in there working just looked at me, tilted her head, and went like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, Jeremy is." Are you killing? All I want, all I want in this life right now is a bootlegger club with salt and vinegar chips and a chocolate chip cookie. But I will make it worth your while if you open this door. There will be a but, tip for you if you do it. But you were seven minutes late. I know. He was like making the, the face of the lady who had an unexpression, an expressionless shaking of the head back and forth. Oh, and it was a forty-five degree angle. <laughs> yeah, did that, that for you? Five, with five, five me like this. Five fifty-nine, and the doors are locked. I have sympathy for you. Not yeah. six oh seven. I know. I, I know. What, I, the whole kind of restaurant closes at six o'clock. I, just, I, I thought it was an unnecessarily was, snarky response from the woman. Who is it? There. Isn't six o'clock a little early to close an eating establishment? They were probably out of food. It was well. It was six o'clock. So apparently, this is their COVID hours or whatever they're doing. Six, so you're missing out on a lot of dinner business. I know, and it's Jimmy John's. They probably don't have a lot of people like me who were alone uh, that day and decided they wanted to run it till seven. I'll get to Jimmy John's for my family though. When we're like, what are we going to get? Let's I don't know. Let's go get Jimmy yeah. John's. Look, well, well, my alternative. I was like, okay, well, I can't get Jimmy John's. What am I going to do? Go to Subway? <laughs> nope, that's not happening. Go to another so, Jimmy John's. <laughs> I should have talked about it. I should have looked up and seen if I could find one that was open. Got to be one around. So I feel like this is you, – you know how they used to do back when uh, – Potbelly. Back in the 90s when they used to do those behind the magic things where the guy would tell you, you know, how all the magic tricks were done mm-hmm. and he had the little kabuki mask. Oh, I with, feel like uh, I'm gonna, with William Riker. Yeah. 
I feel like I'm going to do uh, I feel like I'm going to do that. So if Jonathan. you ever are at a place at a deli and you're like, Hey, uh, can I get this? And they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I just put stuff on the slicer and legally we're not allowed to turn it back on after we put the chemicals on there. That is 100% a lie. We don't put any chemicals on the slicer. You just water and a little scrubber. So <laughs> call them a liar to their face. Uh, <laughs> The more uh, you know, the more you know. I did. I used. I did that to so many people. Oh, I'm sorry. I just put some chemicals on there. It's got to sit for at least twelve hours before Osho will let oh, me. They'll, <laughs> they'll call your bluff and be like, "I want those carc- carcinogens on my on my deli ham." So go. It's fine. Cut, cut, the, cut the first piece, throw it away, and then roll. Have you ever noticed that there's more than one slicer, but one's always covered? Mm-hmm. I've noticed that there's more than one slicer, but three of them are never working. Yeah, you know what? They're all working. They just don't want to turn those on. That's another secret. Oh no, sorry, that well, broke. That but broke. And we're waiting on a guy to come fix it. That's that's much like uh, that, that's much like my experience when I go into any type, whether it's a supermarket or I know the the Meyer in in Schaumburg was like this when I used to live over there before I was married, and that was where I would get my groceries. Did you walk into that store, and there are like thirty checkouts. Mm-hmm. Three of them are open. Oh yeah. Like, do you not realize that if you don't want to pay to have those staffed, then you're really stupid because you're losing real estate on something. You could put more product out there to sell in the space that's being taken up by fallow registers. You know the one day they're all running? Black Friday? Uh, oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Allowed to say you, that. I don't even think uh, I don't even think that day. I've if you go to Meyer on December twenty third in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. All those registers will be. That's there. probably true. All hands on deck. I've because I've been there and I've waited in that stupid line, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, all the registers are open today. All fifty-seven of them that are here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, there's a lot of tricks of the trade. We always have stuff in the back. We just don't want to get it out. <laughs> That's honest to God truth. Like, ah, oh, it's under another pallet. I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, ma'am. I don't want to have to go get a forklift to get your extra box of Lucky Charms that's not currently on the shelf. The forklift, the forklift's already back there. To be honest, it's actually pretty easy. It's all, it's all self-propelled. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah, it's been meat talk. Yeah. Oh, meat talk is that's different. Never, never, ever, ever. If they, if you get something from the deli and they unsaran wrap it, ask them to get you a new one because nobody checks those dates. <laughs> the worst, uh, the worst part of it is, is other than the, other than like the lunch meat and the cheese and the, you know, whatever the deli meat, <laughs> the one thing that I will buy that I know I, every single time I get it, I understand, I fully understand that I'm taking my life in my own hands, but especially in the summertime when we grill out. It's just I cringe every time I'm like, and I'll take a half a pound of macaroni salad, please. Like I don't know how old that mayonnaise is, but just just that's do it. Thing. Don't let me think about it too much. That's the other thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, we flip those a lot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every day you flip. Well, actually, I know every day you flip the salads because you know it gets dried out on top. You put the dried out stuff on the bottom. You flip it. it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, it's going to be Googling how to make macaroni salad next. Yeah. Just, no, no I, just, just telling you. 
No joke. <laughs> used to flip those salads every Can't day. Can't be that hard, right? It's really not. It's really not. Never buy anything from the hot case. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, hey. Um, I want to make sure that I say this before we wrap, uh, wrap before up. Before Nick this turns episode. into a pumpkin. Well, that too, because I'm afraid he's going to pass out at any yeah, time here. We're, we're nearing the will. end of the time that Nick committed to us, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I just I just want to say that if you gentlemen are looking for a holiday gift for me to pitch in on, I would like... We were just a, having that conversation I have already Googled this. Not a cheap-ass replica. I want an actual, authentic TVA variant jacket. Oh wow! They have actual authentic TVA variant jackets, like the jacket that Loki was wearing yeah. in that. That said variant, like the FBI, but it says mm-hmm. variant on the back. They make, there's a whole bunch of places that you can go online, and they're just it, it's almost like spirit Halloween type quality. No, no, no! I want the real deal. I want one of those coats in the worst way. You want a bomber jacket that says variant on the back and I want that you. jacket that says variant. I just want to walk around town just with variant written on the back because why not? <laughs> I'm shocked so, they're not making those at the moment. I would like a WCW big gold belt for just putting things out there into the. Yep. <laughs> just, I've always wanted a wrestling, a replica wrestling belt. You don't have one. No. It's kind of I surprising. I I I had an idea for a certain company to get one so that we could give it to the person who answered the most calls in a call center, <clears throat> but that idea was shot down. <laughs> Fuck those people. Well, well, Nick, Nick, we'll we'll get you one of those, and and in the we'll get you one of those, and in the with the bow, we'll tie it around a steel chair and a ladder. I don't think that you guys understand that I would wear it every day. Like I, would, I, I, I absolutely understand. I put it that. at my desk at work. If I ever got into an argument with somebody, I'd be like, you want to go for the belt? <laughs> <laughs> Just one day, one day Nick shows up early to work and he ties the, ties the belt to a rope above his desk and puts a ladder next to it. Yeah. yeah. You want to go? I take, I take it I to staff meetings and fling it over my shoulder and sit there. Yeah. Contract negotiations. Would you put yeah. it on backwards and then turn it? Yep. So see, only, I, I like the I like the idea of walking into a conference room with it draped over your shoulder. I actually mm-hmm. like that better than wearing it. Yeah, and just don't yeah. say anything. You don't 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 even acknowledge that it's there. Yeah, it's the most normal thing in the world. Yeah, I get my own custom nameplate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, one hundred percent. Get your get your own custom nameplate. Your your wrestler name can be the name they took away from you on Xbox Live. That was so <laughs> brilliant. The Motley Crue <laughs> knockoff. <laughs> Oh, Nikki Spicks? That yeah. was a good one. Alan Cato was a good one. Oh, like 20 Midgets was my favorite. Because <laughs> then when I played Halo and I killed people, it'd be like, you were killed by like 20 Midgets. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was by far my favorite one. Did they take that away from you too? Yes, they did. I was on a streak there where I because because if they deem that your if they deem that your Xbox Live name is against their policy, they have to let you change it. They used to charge you nine ninety nine to change it uh, if you wanted to, uh, and I didn't have to pay. <laughs> I was on a good streak there. I wonder yeah. is there somebody. Let's see here. 
I was just checking to see if somebody had the Twitter handle of like 20 midgets. Two midgets in an overcoat. That was no one that I was going to use, but oh I couldn't. Gosh. Two midgets in an overcoat was just too long to be an Xbox Live tag. Sure. I was gonna, you were killed by two midgets in an overcoat. That'd be... Just, <laughs> it was just, like, I would literally... Obviously standing on each other's shoulders, right? Yeah, clearly, yeah. 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 I, would, I would sit and just think of names that would be hilarious to see in Halo or Call of Duty. And I miss that so much. And the new Halo's coming out, so... That'll be fun. I will. I will be playing that. The good old days. Well, now now that I'm caught up with my Marvel shows, I can spend at least a couple of days quality time while I've got the house to myself catching up on some video games. So That'll be fun. It's my plan. Yeah. Nobody's new game just came out called The Ascent. If you... Uh... If you have Xbox Live Game Nobody Pass. Nobody said anything about buying new games. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, it's free if you have oh, Xbox okay. Live Game Pass. Uh, I have enough games that have not yet been played. Oh, sure, but there's always room for more. There is. Yeah. It's like Jello. There's always room for Jello. That's what they say. Winston Zettermore. Ghostbusters 2. Is he in the new one? Yes. I would imagine. I believe that so. he is. He's still around. Mm-hmm. He was in an episode of Psych once. Everybody's everybody is supposed to be in it because Annie Potts is in it. Sigourney Weaver's got a cameo. The other, the three remaining Ghostbusters have cameos. Rick Moranis is the one that nobody can seem to confirm. But I wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me if he showed up. Sure. I mean, he came back. That guy punched him in the head, but he came back. I think that he's got he's got a cameo in there. He might. I mean, the man made a cameo on the Goldbergs. He, he he can make a cameo in Ghostbusters. He played Darth Helmet in Goldbergs. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> oh, he really did, yeah. Have you, you guys not watched the Goldbergs? No. Nope. Oh, it's a fantastic show. You, How do you guys not watch the Goldbergs? Time. It's like a show about your life. It's about a kid who like loves playing with toys and he loves uh, movies and uh, yeah, I mean, it's he's got Hulu. the G.I. Joe, he's got the G.I. Joe, uh, um, SS, USS, oh, whatever. USS flag. I had yes. that. I had yeah. it as well. I know. It's all fantastic. It is it. on, uh, I can't yeah. recommend that show enough. That. I'll watch it when I'm done with Kenny Powers. Oh, you're, you're watching Kenny Powers? Yeah, I'm only three episodes in, but so thank you for oh. letting me watch Eastbound and Down. Good. I'm glad that you're watching Eastbound and Down because that is a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Finally, gonna watch that one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a that is a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the first episode solidified that for me. That was another first episode, and I'm hooked. Yeah, that was a good first episode. Where he's where he's giving all the press conferences, and he's like, New York, more <laughs> like. <laughs> yes. Stop. <laughs> 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 Sure I know where that was going. Yeah, he replaced the word new with something that rhymed with new. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was like the first five minutes of Eastbound and Down. Oh, it's and it only gets better from there. Yeah. Like has have you gotten to see the relationship between him and his nephew? <laughs> A little bit. Not 
Oh, it only gets better. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh. he had him picking stuff out of his portable storage unit yesterday. The one I watched last oh, night. Oh, that's a great one. The Kenny Powers, Michael Myers man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That is. It's a fun show. It gets better every season. Awesome. Like, that was, yeah. It gets, yeah. <laughs> and they're little half Can't hour episodes, you. Jeremy, so they're pretty quick. I All cannot right. wait for you to watch this. Jeremy, you need to watch it. <laughs> Put that on the list. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very worth it. And not to spoil, I don't know, this isn't spoiling anything. In the second season, Michael Pena is in it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Oh, gosh, it just gets better and better. Yep. Fantastic. There awesome. you go. All right, okay. Nick, we promised you you wouldn't have to stay up all night. What day is it? Today's it's... Wednesday because wrestling was on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I at least got to get up at 6.30. All right. There you go. All right, well, let, let's do this again before three months. Somebody put it on a calendar. Damn okay. it! <laughs> I can't do it this week. Me and my big mouth. Yep, you're the one that started can't do it. it. next week. So, yep. Let's do, it before, let's do it before September. That's doable. Fair enough. Sound good? Yeah. September gets murky for me. Sounds good. <laughs> September it's murky for you. Is that what you said? Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff going on. All right, fair enough. I've got like I've got a golf tournament every weekend. No, it's tough, man. <laughs> it's bad. It's a bad time. Yeah. All right. You want to get in on it? No, I'm good. We, we play best ball. Mm, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Can I throw it? I mean, no, I'd probably just keep hurt track. my arm. Forget it. I'm out. I'm gonna get you. To, I'm gonna get you to golf one day. Good luck. Yep, it's gonna happen. Yep. I'll, I'll help you, Nick. Once, once, once the Rona's all gone, I'll come up and we'll we'll, we'll chloroform him and drag him out to the golf course. Yeah. It'll be fine. Good luck. It's gonna Heavy. be okay. Heavy. All right. Good. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Goodbye. everybody. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh uh, well. Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says Old Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at TheHardLessons.BandCamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk!